And we're on. Are we? Hold yes, on. we are. There we go. There we go. Good to see you, Liam. I'm stoked. I feel pretty. Uh, I feel pretty good. Dude, I have been listening. First of all, this is two tall dudes. Welcome to Two Queer Fags. I'm Liam Covard, <laughs> and this is George D- Andres. George Andres in a in a, a Freaky Friday situation where I wake up in your life. Could you do that? Like, if you had to wake up looking like me, you'd have to find out so many things about each other that we wouldn't know. Like, imagine Freaky Friday. I don't know. <laughs> I woke up and I was George. I'm a hard time waking up as me, so I don't know if I could do it as you. It's actually Freaky Friday is actually terrifying when you start like thinking it through. It. It's oh, just yeah. like it's like not fun. Least would of which you, is having sex with your dad. Would you? Uh, well, because I think we talked about this, but did you see the new Louis special? Yes. He talks about if the basically the same thing, but if the son. Uh, switch bodies with the mother. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then yeah. he has to get fucked by his dad. Oh yeah, his yeah. His mom. <laughs> Terrifying. You Terrifying. know, what well, what it was was um. So, what was happening this week is that uh, having to, oh gosh, that'd be terrifying. And then you'd find out things about you. We personally know your dad so much, but I was listening to this one Louis special. One thing to see that your dad has a big dick. It's another to feel it inside of you. Oh gosh! And do, and he probably might do like nibbling things. Or what if like your dad's just like a total like sub? Yeah, like that's what he's into. <laughs> and then now you have to role play with your dad as a dominatrix, but also as your mom. He makes you wear the things that she wears. He asks you to like whip him. Oh gosh! Or it's just like domination can take other forms. Be like, don't answer the phone. Right. Or it could be, it could be, yeah, something like subtle, like that. Not even in the bedroom. He just wants to be role played as his son in his mom's body. Oh, that'd be so insane. I was listening to talking to Louis. I was listening to him this morning about that. You know what thing where he just talks about going to Russia? Right. Oh yeah. And yeah, I just, watched that. It's um. It's just so good. Like just how it's, yeah. it's a story, and you're just yeah. like, but you're just like, that's where the best like. And he's just talking about the pain and the kid like huffing glue. Like, that's um, it's a kid. He'll he'll have glue. <laughs> like, to fix my right. Shit. Yeah, he's like some street urchin. And he pulls. He opens up his pea coat and there's like a knife, a glass bottle, and then glue specifically for shoes. And this guy gets high on. That was um. That I watched it recently. It wasn't a special. It wasn't a bit. No. It was a story he told for George Carlin's, um, a George Carlin tribute, I See, think. And he came up with this. It, it's so it's yeah, so sick. Uh, so you seeing George Carlin young and hearing his bits, but he has to be like clean, but he's still like mm-hmm. politically edgy. But he's just like talking, and he's in a suit, and he's just like talking about things. Yeah, he's a small dude, eh? Did you I ever am. notice that? Yeah, yeah. Like how he was like for sure smaller than us, which we're both six feet eight. Yeah, like, oh, I'm, a I'm, guy, I'm a, I'm a solid six four. He was like he had the same body when he was in his forties as he did when he was dying in his eighties or however old. Yeah, it's such like a and I didn't really appreciate like him until because uh, you'd see him and you'd be like my mom would be like oh it's George Carlin and you're like why are you stoked about this because right. like she like grew up. But that's that's stand up comedy where because he's so old, especially because like you find out about George Carlin especially us obviously because we're the same age um, or like in our twenties you find out about him through your parents and at that point when you find out about him you're also tr- probably finding out about stand-up and then you associate it with something your dad does or your parents watch together mm-hmm. and you can't be in the same room like no I remember, no no i remember my parents watching um i remember they had the rowan atkinson dvd of him doing like a live sketch yeah and this uh, freeze killing it he's crushing yeah, yeah. Like, they were like you can't be here for this and then i watched it when i was like older and i was like okay i kind of get it but again it was that thing that was uh it was um 
exclusive, right? Mm. And you were restricted. And it was also so boring, right? Because mm. think about it. You're coming off of Saturday afternoon cartoons, watching YTV. I'm not going to watch some old dude named George talk you, on stage for an hour. And just be hour. real dry and talk about issues. And like, like, you don't even understand. <laughs> you're like, right. Yeah, it's like, I remember when your, my parents would say stuff like, I remember when you thought like, oh, it's for adults. You'd be like, oh, it's like, I remember there's this one book, Angela's Ashes. Mm-hmm. And it's the it's the it's a typical Sorry, Irish. Is it is that picking me up? Oh yeah, talk. Oh yeah. Is it? Oh okay. yeah. So I don't like being able to see it because now I can. Sorry, continue. Yeah, yeah. So, and it's just a sad Irish book. And uh, oh, you're fine. And uh, the thing is, is that I didn't. My mom's like, it's an adult book, and I'm like, what is there sex in it? And you know, like, and like you don't realize that like. You don't like kids aren't supposed to feel like if they're not like that much despair and right. like and yeah. there's other things that right. are adult that aren't going. Yeah. So, <laughs> it's, 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 when I say it's adult content, I'm not talking about nudity or graphic <laughs> violence. I just want to explain what's going on to you. It'd be like, oh, the world's broken and no one gets a leg up through merit and like yeah. all that stuff where it's just like. I'm not telling that to an eight-year-old kid. <laughs> no, it's like, I don't want to. too much work. I can't, expl- I can't explain my own thoughts to other grown-up people. I can't explain the entire world to somebody who won't even understand. That's why I remember not being allowed to watch The Simpsons now. It wasn't because it was like my own parents. Like, she's so like smart. It's it's she's gonna start asking questions. It's gonna be like, like and this is like golden age Simpsons. Yeah. So it's like there's yeah. questions there where you're like, how do you tell your kid like you know that one scene where it's like it's the worst day of my life and Homer's like it's the worst day of your life so far. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like yeah. what? It's like oh yeah, things get worse. Yeah, that's too. It's just too exactly. It's funny though because Simpsons is like so stupid, and it's the fu- it's funny to think that like your parents wouldn't want you. Oh yeah, now it's just like tame, tame, tame. Can you? Uh, have you ever seen you've crave right and you oh, watch yeah, HBO, yeah. right i i know you don't but you just don't want to tell me you pirate everything on HBO. <laughs> uh, what's your ip address again uh i'm rewatching. Uh, i have amazon uh, no amazon prime's not prime. the same prime prime's different from crave yeah it's yeah. a very different thing yeah uh it's really good because mm-hmm, i have that now I, I just got it prime is good i never knew i got the prime video streaming service when i got a prime account i just thought i got packages quicker but now you also get the entire streaming service oh dude i never knew that your hat though first things i've been looking at after you the talk, grave dude i've been looking yeah. at stuff like that all, and i'm like but then i'm like i have to get a motorcycle now shout if i get out, this shout out take to the grave yeah, th- yeah. their their instagram makes me want to like i know i keep on like i get more tattoos and just like oh yeah. and this my barber wears all this shit and he has, he like literally shows up on his bike he has a bike in the voice like and he like when he's not barbering he's like i was like what, what did you do and he's like i just had like a i had a pop-up restaurant you know it's like he's just like right. the most serrano like yeah, yeah, yeah. entrepreneur just like it's very it's they're all posers <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. they're all posers they look dangerous but they're not gonna do anything to you no um they're uh, it's, all vegans um, probably like it's, uh, <laughs> oh for sure yeah it's uh yeah this hat is made out of re- recyclable materials <laughs> so like, um this plastic was plastic before i'm gonna <laughs> burn it after this um this plastic was plastic before. take to the grave is uh they're a tattoo parlor in the east coast and then they put all their um it's all american traditional stuff and then they put all their designs on t-shirts hats sweaters i have a mm. t-shirt uh that I, got. I have two. I'll show you. Order, uh, show you later. I have two more that I ordered that are coming in um, tomorrow, hopefully. But okay. So you have you ever seen Crashing, the TV show? It's Judd no. Apatow's TV. Oh show. yeah, I've heard about it. Yeah, yeah. Pete Holmes trying yeah. out and stand up. There's. Uh, I kind of wanted to talk about this. I mean, I just thought it was funny. It's really annoying. There's one character in the third season. This girl he dates, who's very like New World. Uh, first of all, in her religions, mm. and her politics, but it's also. 
there's a scene where he doesn't the beginning the whole season is he doesn't get past the cellar so mm. he does this christian tour and then by the end of the season he gets past the cellar right it's a cute arc mm. it works uh, I like it. <laughs> you know, Christian, Christian comedy. There's a, if you can get in that, you, you want to do that. Like Jim Gaffigan, you ha, you are good. Well, you probably would, that covers most of America. Yeah. Oh, and like a lot of Canada too. There's like a yeah, lot. Most people are Christian. It's weird. Uh, who would have thought placating towards one of the largest demographics in the world? Probably the largest demographic would uh, make you a lot yes, of money. Yes, largest. Probably. But Muslims fastest growing. Okay, sure. Uh, so the show, he doesn't get he doesn't get past the cellar. And he's dating this girl, and they're outside. She wants to go into the cellar to mm. watch a show, and he's like, "I can't do that. I'm a comic." Mm. And you're like, "Yeah, I wouldn't do that." And they they he they end up buying a ticket. They sit up front row, mm. which I would be terrified of yeah. doing, having to pay for a ticket at a club that I'm trying to like. Oh yeah, I mean, I've never. That's and then you and then once, you know because the way the world works at the cellar, there would be a comic there that would be like worse than you, and you'd be like, "What?" Because the- I'm like, "Okay, so even worse is that." The show goes on. All the comics know it's him, and the whole episode is them talking shit to him while he's in the front row. Oh! And it's like it's so. But okay, that's so like what, going to the corner on a date. The worst, exactly, that's exactly <laughs> that's what it is. That's exactly, that's exactly what, it what it is. When you just and be did, like, and they'd be like, "What are you hearing here?" Right. Or like, "You going up tonight?" Like, right. no. Oh! It's like going up to the banana show and watching it <laughs> instead oh. of being like and like. But you already asked for a spot the week before. Anyways, so oh. so the girl, the girl's what pisses me off though because the girl's very much like she's the one who wants to go see the show. He tells her that he didn't get past at the club. Mm. I don't know if I should go there because I didn't get past. I tried to get a job there, it didn't work. He's breaking it down for somebody who wouldn't understand yeah. what that's like. And she's so she's very like um no, fuck that. Like you got to be there every single day. You got to be in their face telling them what it is. You got to be networking. Which is the wrong thing to do in stand-up. Yeah, because... Let me give you... So this is... So that happened. And then I thought about this girl. Because I watched that scene. And then I thought about this girl who I used to, like, see. Mm. And I told her about... She said the exact same thing. I told her about doing the Yuck Yucks Amateur Nights. The Tuesday nights. Mm. You can email in. And then they book you, like, a couple months later. Or what they do now is they have a bucket list. Yeah. So you go, you put your name in the bucket with, like, 20, 25 other comics. And you wait... And then what they also do is they also put you on bullet <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. after you get picked on the bucket. Yeah, yeah, they're like, you want to go? Horrible. Yeah. Yeah, go. I did the the one time I did bucket, the one time I got on, because I did the amateur a few times, and then I did regular, like, the bucket. I had to follow Danny Martinello, but he was kind of bombing as a host. <laughs> Have you seen Danny Martinello, his act? Oh, yeah. I've, He's I've, very, I've, very I've energetic. Done, I've done shows with him at the corner. He's uh, great. He's, yeah, yeah. He was hey, like bud! Of, like, he was, right? Yeah. He was like kind of bombing, and I was like, and I just, got, I didn't even. You don't think about going on stage because they're like, oh, there's 25 of us. I'm not getting picked. And they're like, all right, here you go. And they're like, fuck. And so in two minutes, you go from all right, I'm already on to the next open mic or the next gig or the next spot. To like, and then fuck. you get picked, and you're like, oh shit, everything is right now. Mm. Uh, so I was telling you about these nights, and she's like, I'm like, yeah, you do bucket. I told her about the thing. You sign up, you do bucket. And she goes, fuck that. If I was there, if I was a comic, I would be there every day, every weekend, every night, hanging out with the comics, telling them what it is, networking, showing them my face. And I'm like, do you understand how obnoxious and rude that would be to just hang out at Yuck Yucks outside of Mark Breslin's little corner office where all the comics hang out and you're just an open micer? And you're just finessing? And you're just there? You know, but there's something to be said about that, like... That's how I started doing like Fridays and Saturdays at the corner. You just kind of like, no, no, I didn't. Okay, end. I did the same thing at the underground, but first of all, I was told to do that. I was oh, I wasn't told. told. And at the same time, it's a very different vibe than hanging out at 
a big club like or like a real club. Not that the corner the other way. Not that they're not. Listen, they're both not around anymore, dude. I can say whatever the fuck uh, I want. Just like, what are you gonna do? Not book me on a club that's closed, dude. I shouldn't be talking. I know you shouldn't. You shouldn't. Joe's listening. Like Joe's gonna be like. not listening to this. Yeah, he's listening. He's gonna. Joe's not listening. He's listening. No, what's gonna happen is somebody else is gonna listen to it. Then tell Joe to Who's gonna snitch? Oh. I love that we said that. Oh, we love you all, but you know who you, you are. You can't do that at Yuck Yucks. No, no. Like that's so obnoxious. That's the equivalent. To just hang around. Toronto at Yuck Yucks is be like, would be like hanging. Is literally the. It's like hanging out, nothing fancy, during our show, asking for a spot. Yeah. No. What? It was literally <laughs> it's like. It's not like that. Uh, but then, like, like uh, but then we'll put you on at a peer pressure. <laughs> no, no. What, what's that called though? It depends. And it's also comedy. For those that don't know, it's also one of those things. People notice who you're seen talking to and who talks to you. It sucks, but that's the way it is. That's like, why I love doing this podcast with you is because everybody knows you and everybody likes you. So no matter what I say, I already have <laughs> – it's not It's not a black comic token. It's the George Rivard token. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, I keep that in my back like, like I'll go in like – like it's one of those things where like um, what happened was that like – I remember the first time I sounded like such a sucker. The first time I was asked to do like a Friday – at the at the corner, and I'm, I'm like, so do I gotta like uh, bark or anything? Like, no, you're you're gonna be on stage. You're gonna pay by. Oh, I'm a fucking idiot. Oh, nice. <laughs> you got all I've done. When was this? It was just before everything was going really good. Before it like closed down. Yeah, yeah. It was like it was going. I was doing all that stuff. Um, oh, I heard some things, but mm-hmm. we can talk about that later. I'm not gonna say anything more about places that I want to perform. <laughs> no, no, no. I think it's going. But you know what was doing better though was the East one. Yeah, East was crushing it. East was crushing it. I was doing yeah. that more. I was like, this is crushing was doing, it. I never did. The only time I did downtown was, um, you, were, you were more involved in that than I was. But the thing is, too, is that the East, people want something to do on the East because East is Toronto. People aren't tourists in the East. You and get to do more. People would come in. And the people living in Leslieville are cool. Yeah, they're all like hip, like yeah, young people, people that like, see, and that's where I met like, like the Yasmin and, and like people that do that, did that oh, show. That, the MMA girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were there, and I kept on being like, I kept on seeing them there. But uh, wasn't she a bartender? That's what I, I was told. Like, I was told she was a bartender. You know, I don't remember women. <laughs> <laughs> thing is, if you talk about somebody, then you say something like that. You have to hope they're listening. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, you're just saying it to and a bunch of people who, who are like, like, "Who the fuck?" And like, it'll be like my mom will be like, "Cause my mom's eventually gonna get to this episode and be like, George, George, yeah. you can't." You can't be talking. What do you mean eventually? You mean you're telling me she's stuck on that intro from two episodes ago? <laughs> I was like, hey, sweetheart. Hello, sweetheart. Listen, listen, listen babe. Dude, listen, sweetheart, babe. though? Okay, let's be honest. Things like that, it's like using sweetheart is like the nigga towards women. If you use it on the right person, sure. it makes you closer to them than you'll right. ever be. Right. But, but if, if you're you, a white person, I, you say to a black girl, it's not gonna. It's work not gonna out. work. It like it doesn't like it doesn't work. But like sometimes when someone like comes up to you, like even I get that warm fuzzy feeling when someone goes up to me. I'll be like hanging out and they like, yo, what up, my nigga? And I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like yeah, yeah. it's just like that it's is a just, very nice. Moment. It's a very nice. And I'm like, I'm gonna keep this here. Um, <laughs> like it offers you validation, but you don't need the validation. I don't need it, but like so clearly black. I, I know, but like it's like when uh, remember that one scene when. Obama, they even, Key and Peele even spoofed it where Obama goes up to the basketball player and it's just like yeah, you know, yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. it's just like they and everybody else knows that they'll never know the president on that level no matter how much they it's try it's like the same one with it's the same premise as the one they did where he's greeting other politicians 
Yeah, yeah. And he's like, hello, Senator. Oh, hello, hello, senator. hello, hello. And he goes, my man. And then he's <laughs> like, like, my octoroon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <It's just> like, <laughs> West side? He's like, what? Of what? Of what? <laughs> of what? The wing? The White House? <laughs> no, what? West wing? It was the wing. Capitol Hill? <laughs> uh-huh. Oval Office, baby. Yo, I went on a date the other day. Yeah, tell me about this girl that you were so emphatic. Dude, I, I don't, I freaking, I hate this about myself because I like really get enthusiastic about things. And that's so, a good like, thing. that's a very good thing. Yeah, but sometimes I'm scared. Of, I, I try not to get enthusiastic about women because what if they don't like me back? And it comes off as like, I'm intense sometimes. <laughs> well, I've, got, I've got a story to tell you. <laughs> I have a mistake I need to air out. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> like, I'm intense. Because if you hate that, you're going to hate what I do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm horrible, dude. So, like, this I, is, I'm not talking about anything like aggressive. No, just like, it's, I make myself cringe sometimes. I know, like, I don't know. And I, I'll be telling, I'm such a and I'm like, why am I telling them this stuff? Such a cuck. And, and but then like, uh, as one woman, like it's always nice when they're better looking than their photo. Like I don't know how it happens. I like it's some, I don't know. There's nothing wrong with saying that. At no, all. I know because like, that's a risk of meeting somebody online. And also like this person like. They had like their glasses on all the time in their photos. I'm like, what are they cockeyed or something? Because I've seen that happen before too. Like sunglasses? Yeah. So I'm always oh, just like, weird. were they dark? No, no, no. <laughs> You're for sure blind. <laughs> I'm just like, okay. But uh, they they were like okay. cool. And she's like a real estate agent. So mm-hmm. like, if I want a house, but then this is what I do in my head. I'm an idiot. So I play the tape like forward. I'm like, yeah, she's a real estate agent. We're gonna get a sick place. It's gonna right. be dope. Right. Like the homie's gonna come over. It's gonna be like. Does that intimidate you when you meet people who are around the same age, but they, no. you know exactly where I'm going with Yeah, that. it doesn't, doesn't at all. That's I so used to, it used to, it used to, but then I'm just like, I realized that everything you're doing is someone else's dream. That's the thing about it. The fact that we're doing this, we have a podcast. Like when I, I did a show on Friday, which is online, but it was, it was a, oh. a black history show. Yeah. But the cool thing was, was that, you know, it's zoom, how you're always waiting there. Mm-hmm. So this thing, I'm not bramble is this thing called bramble. So you have an avatar. So if I want to talk to you, I have to walk over and talk to you and then your camera pops up so you can see you. Okay. So like everybody's around to so you see all these avatars around a stage and someone's performing and they can see me. And, and when they were like talking about, they were bringing me up to like, he has a podcast, he has all this stuff, he dances. And like, you keep on forgetting that everything that you're doing, someone else finds just as interesting as you find what they're doing. Because we're just so yeah. oversaturated. Okay, I was worried. I didn't know where you're going with this, but I remembered that it's people who the benefit you did was people of different. There was like magicians there. Oh yeah, there was a was a crazy like good poets. spoken word person. Right. You know right. when like spoken word's either good or it sucks. Okay. I've That's, never seen I've never seen spoken word where I'm like, there's no such a thing as like oh there's no such a thing as amateur. You're either a professional spoken word person, and you have a book, or you're like someone at a coffee shop. What's an example of spoken word? Would it be like you're an artist or you're a novelist and you do a book reading? What's that that chick did at the freaking, she's a poet, but she does spoken word at the Super Bowl. The hot black chick. Is she hot? Uh, Not 18. What? She's not 18. Fuck! (laughs) Well, she's not. pretty sure she's like 14 years old. Why? (laughs) (laughs) It's so hard to tell age. I mean, I don't think it is because she looks really no, young. No, but like they wouldn't give. What do dude, I, imagine being like search? a poet that went to school for that, and then there's some fucking fourteen-year-old poet chick that like beat you out at the inauguration. Uh, sorry, hold on. I'm okay. No, she's twenty-two. Oh thank gosh. 
She does look really young, though. Roughly six minutes of belong to Amanda Gorman, a 22-year-old black poet. I, you can't fault me for thinking that she... Oh, no, she looks... But the thing is, she, though, yeah, isn't it suck being, like, a poet? And, like, first of all, whenever you think things there. are bad, remember? Like, we always think of things are bad. There's such a thing as, like, amateur poet. Like, people are trying to make it as poets in this world. I was just thinking about that the other day. That, <laughs> that just like, fucking hack bit that I had about David Blaine. Uh, and it's, like, imagine him trying to start magic. You see him at, like, mm. high school parties, and he's doing magic, and he's not good. Like, now he's cool, and he does the ice pick in the face, and he swallows a frog, and he... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it out two seconds later. But imagine him doing that at 15 years old. Another thing, you know what's funny? You should have seen He walks into the smoker's room. <laughs> what are you doing? And they're like, what the fuck? <laughs> but they're all, like stones. They're like, I mean, you can try. I get it. I remember watching a David, in French class of all things, watching a David Blaine tape. When uh, David Blaine's, uh, what the fuck is he doing? He's, it's on a tape, and I don't know why we were watching it in French class. And I'm like, why are we watching David Blaine? You know, sometimes was it in French? No. You know, <laughs> you know, sometimes where you're like starting to realize it, like teachers, like some teachers are just phoning it in just as much right. as you are. You're like, what the fuck are we doing? That's like you're so like funny. you're literally like I'm. I'm in grade five, and I know there's something wrong with what, the, how you're doing. The Keener in class is like, is he at least in Paris? They're like, no, he's in Los Angeles, actually. Actually, yeah. He's in, he's in Koreatown, L.A., performing in front They actually front don't of, like French. Actually, does the French have the same appeal? Cause like we, Koreans? No, no, no. Uh, <laughs> Koreans, diet Japanese. Uh, <laughs> Japanese, diet Chinese. That's uh, so funny, like... When you think about how you think about other people, is kind of like in relation to if the United States has been there or not. Like that's your basis on whether or not you like somebody. No, no, no. Like when you think about like who's a bad guy. Like now China, everybody's simping China. You love Syrian girls, don't you? <laughs> the U.S. is crawling dude, all so, over them. Dude, Syria just dude, people in Syria have been having a bad fucking yeah, decade. Dude. Like just because. We oh, white people with their coronavirus. 2020 <laughs> was so tough. Was like, hey, dude, the entire Middle East for almost always. Whenever you guys have a, like, you literally, like, it's like if I were to, like, just settle all my shit with, like, Graham at your house in your room. <laughs> like, it's, no, no, we can't fight in our own place. <laughs> yeah. We have to fight in here. We gotta fight here. Also, whenever I want, I can drop a bomb on you. And I'll take all your stuff when I want to. And yeah, if, while you're fighting, I'm stealing all of your oil. <laughs> But it's also from my house. Wait, that doesn't make sense. I don't, I don't know. We're not. We didn't. We didn't go to the monk school of global affairs. Can you uh, the monk school of global? Is that a real thing? Yeah. Some, okay. Peter Monkey owned Barrett right. Gold. Right. Bad dude. Peter Monk also contributed a lot of money to some hospital. I think because he realized that all the blood of the mines he had. Mines or Mayans? Mines. Mayans? Probably killed some Mayans in the mines. In the mines. <laughs> in the mines. Yo, Canadian mining practices outside of like Canada are awful. What do you call a bunch of Native Americans in a tunnel? A mine shaft. That's actually surprising me. <laughs> and I love how like because they aren't. That was, I was I was compared to be like, what the fuck are you going with this? Oh, I just go off and do one liners, uh, like that. Oh, I don't have any one liners. Um, I'm I. What do you call a black wizard? I don't know. A negromancer. <laughs> so fucking stupid. Oh, uh, what's what's what is what what does a negomancer look like? His his cloak is either blue or red. Mm-hmm. He's got a handkerchief. <laughs> he's, he's wearing chucks and khakis. 
But it's like in Diablo 2, so he's like really like outdated. They're like, what are you doing? He comes in wearing his Chuck Converse shoes. Do you remember how cool like fucking Miles Morales looks bike. though? The Spider-Man guy? Yeah. The Spider-Man Dude, kid? People are getting, okay, before we close on this, people oh, are getting Are we ma- almost done? Yeah, we have a half an hour. Already? I told a uh, homie just, I mean, they're probably... They also have a crew of people. There's, there's also remember there's setup time and everything, right? Yeah. Um, fuck. This was like I should come like stone. I should wake and bake before. I like this time too. Oh no! I've I always, like I've always wanted time. to do this. If you could do a morning I thing, like, that'd be amazing. I would want, uh, like first coffee in the morning. I hate because here's the thing: if we do, I'm like this with work, where if my shift starts at four. Oh, you sleep till three. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. See, I, I, mean, if I work at, I'm not going to spend seven hours just hanging out before work. What? Do and other sh- tired before work. Do other shit. I've been up since like 8.30. You know what? You say that and I want to be impressed, but I know you're staying up till 4 a.m. today and you're not waking up till 4 p.m. tomorrow. <laughs> I'm a fucking erratic the mess. the worst sleep schedule. I just like, I will die so young. Just kidding. I'm, I'm pretty... But, uh... Uh, but the thing is, it's just nice to bring it back. It's just nice to like uh, meet someone who's like decent. Not that I've not dated decent women. For those, you, so you, it's just you, like how? What's how far are you in the process? Of- are we going on our first date? We're gonna uh, probably cook her some food. But the thing is, I have to get over the whole COVID thing though. Like it's just yeah. like, what'd you guys do for a first date? Just walked around, chatted, Kensington. No, uh, out in the oh, here around here, Bellwoods. Yeah, uh, kind of there. Yeah, yeah. So funny walking by Bellwoods, and then there's it's there's such a clear meeting spot of people. No, I mean, well, that well, there's such a clear border between that and Tent City. Oh yeah, <laughs> you're just like you're like you want to go to the dog park. You're like yeah okay, and then you you look up and you see some dude peeing in a yeah like, like hey. Oh, That'd be a good t- Somebody sitcom, Ten City. But this is a great place to end it. This was I, I a good had, one. Uh, fun for this. Okay, so for those who are listening on iTunes, showed up late. Be sure to give us a five star review and uh, tell your friends. This has been two tall guys, two tall dudes. 